Welcome back, everyone, to Stadia Cast, your source for all things Stadia, anything that you want to know about. And this is where we talk about it right here. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. How's it going, Lloyd? It's going great, Bill. Thanks for asking. So before we get started, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, we do record the show live over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash StadiaCast, every single Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. There's usually a whole bunch of people here to hang out with us. So if you want to get on over there and hang out with us, again, that URL is youtube.com slash Stadia. For those of you who are here with us live, if you want to support the show, you can use the Super Chat feature to make sure that we see your message. There's usually chat scrolling by at a pretty good clip, and it's hard for us to to make stuff out. Uh, So if you want to guarantee that we answer your question or respond to your comment, then use that Super Chat feature. It... uh, uh, we answer each and every super chat at the second half of the show, which we call crowd play. And then finally, if you are not watching this live, if you're listening to this, or if you're watching this on the YouTube channel and it's after the fact, there is a join button right down below. You can click on that join button and find out all the ways that you can uh, benefit from becoming a member uh, right here on StadiaCast. So Lloyd, we always start the yes, show sir. off with what we've been playing. What have you been playing this week, man? Um, uh, on I've been playing a lot of Paper Mario, but this isn't a Nintendo show. Um, I've been accused in the last week of being a paid shill for Google and a paid <laughs> shill for Microsoft. I want that paid shill for Nintendo. The Holy Trinity! I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it. Um, but anyway, besides Paper Mario, I've been playing a lot of ESO, uh, but also been dipping into Orcs Must Die Three a fair bit. Uh, we were talking before the show. Bill's a little bit ahead of me. Uh, I think I'm on on number eight number nine or nine or ten i can't remember and you're on like 11 so uh i I think i'm like 13 or 13 okay um so i'm 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 a bit behind i got some catching up to do um but i am really loving it i was i was skeptical uh of the game because i have not found a tower defense game on consoles that i've really liked um i love tower defense but that's more of a touchscreen mobile thing um orcs must die 3 has an has an amazing um very uh i guess uh, a varied gameplay so there's the levels where you're just you're you're in a small room with small corridors or small um area with small corridors and you're setting up traps and and creating kill boxes for all these orcs that are running through uh but then it has the kind of massive levels as well which you kind of you can't create kill boxes so much in there you're you're more just um setting things up and and looking for mayhem to to happen um I, I am absolutely loving this game. I, I wish the campaign was longer because I'm going to be done the campaign soon. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen after that, if there's going to be patching or other things that are coming in. Um, but I need to get into some more Endless. Bill and I have to do another stream on Endless now that we've unlocked a bunch bunch new um, of different traps and artifacts and other things. Because I think the the combination... Of the different weapons is what's going to make this game fun because everybody can kind of do their own thing if you like to flip people through the air uh and then throw them into traps that do damage uh that's a way to play uh if you like just to set floor traps and then stand in front of them with a weapon and shoot at the orcs that are coming through that's a way to play and there is uh, or there are ways to play that are completely in between those two ways of playing um, so Bill might do things differently than I might do things differently than people in the chat room will do things differently. So it's going to be fun to check out multiplayer just to see what kind of traps people are laying down in in the worlds. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this game. 
so you know you, you were just talking about how p- different people would have different loadouts i currently have I have enough things across the bottom of my screen that I don't think I can get any more. I think I'm now at the, the point where they're not going to be able to fit more uh, traps for me. So now I have to make these decisions. And that's the thing that is so cool about this game is you have to make decisions about what you want to do. What, okay, so this level, let, let me go into the map. And usually what I do is I go into the map and I just kind of look around and see, all right, there's not a whole lot of ceiling places for me to use on this particular map. So let me take the ceiling traps right. off of my bar, and let me put these other traps on my bar. Um, uh, let's look at what uh, what types of enemies are going to come through. Oh, okay, so these are the enemies that are um, completely resistant to fire. Let me make sure that I turn off, because because I, I, I love the wall arrow traps that shoot out a bunch of arrows. And um, uh, I currently, or most of the time, up until I got to the fire-resistant guys, um, I would have them, uh, I would do a combination of tar on the floor and those arrow traps with fire damage, and then I traded into having uh, anybody who is slowed by the tar takes increased fire damage. Well, that was awesome until I got to the part where they're completely immune to fire damage. And so whenever fire damage goes off, there's like a big red shield that shows up and it says, nope, that ain't happening. (laughs) Uh, So you got to look at the enemies and see what they are. And, you know, everybody being able to pick their own weapons. And there's, there's a bunch of weapons in there that I still haven't tried. Weapons like the fire gauntlets, which I just unlocked, but I haven't had a chance to actually use them yet. There's the ice amulet, which, and those two things use mana. The whole, like, just for their primary attack, they use mana as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to combine things like the fire gauntlets and the ice amulet with a trinket like the the mana gem, or I can't remember what it's called. Basically, it gives mm-hmm. you a passive regen on your mana, and you can you can kind of like your um, your healing trinket, you can use it to fill your mana again. So right. everybody gets to play this differently. The thing about Google Stadia as a content creator that I've been really, really hoping for is that they do that crowd play, crowd choice kind of stuff more often. And it would be amazing to be able to be streaming this game and say, all right, everybody, now's your chance. Pick the weapons that I have, pick the weapons that I get to use, pick the traps that I get to use. And then it just fills in the bottom of my bar for me. And then I go ahead and play after that. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? It would be it would be fantastic. I was thinking about that. Other other um, updates that could come down the pipe. Uh, another one would be um, the the big raid uh, levels where you're you have like large waves of huge numbers of orcs. It would be really cool if they had some sort of like a puzzle mode. Okay, you have unlimited funds, but you can only put down fifty traps. Um, survive these three waves with oh, that, or something. Oh, that'd be cool. So you can kind of try different things. Set up. Um, different um, traps that will all kind of carry into each other so you do some fire damage then you slow people down then you do some electrical damage and then you fling them back um, so they have to come back through this um, this death maze that you made Um, something like that would be really awesome and it would be a really great way to then extend the game even further just by adding 
almost like a almost like a god mode where you can kind of just put things wherever you want, uh, but then have have certain limits limitations to them that aren't um, focused on the amount of currency that you have because some of the really cool traps are just really expensive. So your your ability to use them a lot um, during battles is really slim because of that. It would be cool if there was almost like a maybe even if they call it like puzzle mode or something where you have mm-hmm. X number of of slots that you can fill um, on the level and you have to just place the things, let it play out, and then hopefully get enough skulls to upgrade the things to then hopefully compete better in the future. Something like that would be awesome. Um, But what is included in the game is a crap ton of content um, between the endless mode and the uh, the levels, the the story levels. Um, There's there's a uh, just a lot of content in this game, but it would be cool to see some additions over the the coming weeks and months as as this game kind of um, I don't know sort of plays out a little bit in a lot of people's libraries yeah I feel like I've put a lot of hours into this game I've really been having a lot of fun with it I did an endless mode where I got up to like I think it was wave 23 or something and at that point I was like um, like a lot of the, I had, I had kind of invested in the flip traps, but I hadn't invested enough to let them flip the big guys yet. And uh, yeah. the, you know, the longer it goes on, the more of the big guys you get. So that kind of, uh, caused me to have problems later on. Um, the, the thing about it, well, first off, I have seen somebody who's gotten all the way up to like wave 50. 50 something or whatever which is and and the frame rate dropped big like they were on like 10 frames per second from what i heard uh and and i guess the the devs for the game were in their youtube stream and they were like hey this looks like it's a bug we're gonna see what we can do to fix it can you please tell us more uh which is really awesome that they were just happening to be looking for people who are streaming their game they show up and they're like uh, hey, this isn't what it should be doing. So, you know, hopefully that gets fixed. But man, uh, endless mode with multiplayer is something that I want to do more of. That's so fun. And yep. almost all of the time that I've been sp- uh, spending with Orcs Must Die Three has been solo. So yep, I want to get, I want to play more of it with uh, multiplayer. And I just need to find the time when I'm not. Uh, doing dungeons with the guild in ESO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm the ahead. exact same. I, the only endless mode that I've played is the one that we did together. Um, the the two times that we played through it, I haven't gone a solo endless mode because it doesn't seem as fun for me. Uh, but since I've upgraded a whole crap ton of things, I should maybe see how far I could get with just all the stuff that I've unlocked. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's really cool, and I love how each trap, each item in the game has level or has levels it has upgrades that you have to choose so there's Mm -hmm. a choice of two it either does more arcane damage or does more fire damage so you can use those if you have them unlocked then you can keep the same loadout but if you have fire resistant enemies you just turn that off on all the weapons that you're using uh it doesn't mean that that one particular trap that you really love is now useless forever um i I really like that It, it it gives you as we said so many different combinations that you can possibly choose uh, to go in and and I know a lot of people are probably gonna get through the game with spike trap uh, the gravity thing the the wall darts and uh, whatever the other one that unlocks the tar trap people are probably going to beat the game with just those and not uh, delve into any of the other ones that are available uh, but once you start unlocking some of the bigger more powerful ones it's uh, it does get really really fun so yeah I'm 
just a huge fan of this game. It's, uh, as I said, not a game that I was super looking forward to because tower defense. Um, but then I jumped into it and man, it's, uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's, so, so it's fantastic. Uh, all right, I've also been playing uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. I haven't gotten super far in that game, but what I can tell so far feels like a really fun uh, twin-stick shooter. I tried playing multiplayer, but I, I haven't gotten far enough into the game to understand everything, and I felt like I was holding the other people that I was playing with back. Like I was like, wait, what am I supposed to do here? I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave because I feel like I'm ruining this person's game. I will say sure. that um, I started playing and we, or I started playing. I queued for uh, looking for a, a match. And this wasn't like on friends list or anything. This was just, uh, let me find a game. And I found somebody to play with almost instantaneously, which show I think that that's a good indication that uh, yeah, this game is first off. This game is not free on uh, mm-hmm. on Stadia, or it's not free with Pro or anything. So that means that the population is large enough, or maybe I just happen to be at the exact right time. But the population is large enough for Stadia that it like the population is growing. That I have this game that not everybody has, and I was able to get a match with somebody instantaneously. Um, there was an issue though. We're we're going through and trying to do something. And then a third person joins the 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 uh, the match, and it sends mm-hmm. us back to the beginning. And I was like, "What the oh. hell is that? Like that is bad, bad design. Why would you do that? Why would you take uh, a pair of people who are like halfway through something, and then suddenly say, "All right, let's start everybody over because a third person joined the group." That's just such bad design, in my opinion. Uh, did they do? Go ahead. Yeah, that's really weird. I I don't know why they would do that. Maybe the person uh, that joined doesn't have the quest you're on or something, so they wanted to restart everybody to the start. But you'd think there'd be a warning or something that would pop up saying if 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 you allow this person to join, you will be uh, you'll be dumped back to this part of the the level or something like that. Like, what if we were? Yeah, because what if we were like at the last boss of a level or something, and they're like, hey. Oh my God. Goodbye, 15 minutes of progress. Go back to the beginning. That would be really, really irritating. Anyway, wow. um, I, I still I, like the game, and I'll probably play most of it solo or um, with friends. Um, you know, like, we'll yeah. be on Discord or something and playing, but I, sure. I don't see myself playing it with randoms. I just uh, picked it up. I didn't realize it was so cheap on the store because of the pro sale. So I just bought it right now. Um, there's a $10 off coupon if you haven't used it yet. If in the U.S., that means it gets you this game for free. <laughs> if you're in Canada, it means you pay three dollars and fifty cents, which is what I just did for it. So, uh, looking forward to playing some multiplayer with you, Bill. Uh, speaking of three dollars and fifty cents, I think that um, that one hand clapping game is on Stadia for like three dollars or something like that for early access. Yeah. Did you pick yeah, that three, up? I did not. Uh, three dollars U.S., uh, four dollars Canadian is what it is on the store. Um, I looked into it and it's, it's essentially a singing game, um, by like, I thought there was, you're using like the stick, the control stick to do it. Uh, it looks like that is not the case. Cause I've heard people talk about the issues getting a microphone that is actually going to work with this game, uh, where they, 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 they can't get the microphone that's plugged into the bottom of the Stadia controller working properly, but then it does mm. sometimes. Um, so it looks like this is very much an early access game. So, uh, <laughs> 
this is also not a game I would ever stream or do a first look on because no one needs to hear my voice uh, being blah, blah, blah. Sounded like Arnold no Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no one needs to hear any of that stuff um, as as I'm playing this game. But uh, very cool. And I, I find it really awesome that there is a, uh, a, like I guess, an early access version of a game that is three bucks. Like that is just crazy yeah i did not pick it up either i'm not really interested in singing games but um did want to let everybody know that it's super cheap so if you want to you you want to plug a, a microphone into your computer and play it'll probably work better that way all right you Sorry ready for, for the news uh, i just want to apologize for damaging any earbuds out there <laughs> um the Stadycast does not uh, assume any responsibility for damaged earbuds uh, buds from bad singing from one of their co-hosts there you go. All right, let's move on to the news. Uh, of course, we've got the Stadia Connect that happened this week, and we're going to talk about, like, Lloyd and I did an immediate post-show breakdown of everything, and we're not going to go through the whole Stadia Connect again, but we're going to talk about what do we think about it after a few days away from it. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, so stick around. Um, first off, there's this... Um, this uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This article. I don't know why I had trouble with that. There's this article over at Eurogamer that uh, is talking about Dead by Daylight and crowd play and all of the stuff. And at the very end of the article, this is very interesting to me. At the very end of the article, there's this quote here. It says, it's also worth highlighting that Dead by Daylight, which has two exclusive features on Stadia, crowd play and crowd choice, CrowdChoice lets the community vote and influence a YouTube streamer's match by choosing whether the streamer will play as a killer or survivor, followed by which character they will play as. CrowdPlay in Dead of in Dead by Daylight lets streamers invite their community to join in on a trial with a touch of a button. So, hmm. that's a very interesting thing. Either the author doesn't know what they're talking about, or um, Dead by Daylight is going to be one of those games where we're actually going to try these games without having to buy them. Like uh, Lloyd will be streaming and, um, you know, he'll be like, hey, everybody, join me. Click on the click to play link in the description down below. Um, and b by the way, while you're clicking on things, don't forget to click on the likes and subscribes and bells. But click on the, the click to play button on the link down below. And join me, even if you don't have the game. What do you think about that, Lloyd? Uh, I think it's interesting. Trial could be one of two things. So mm -hmm. there could be something in the game called a trial. <laughs> so oh. there could be something in the game is called a trial. So a specific part of the game. And you're inviting people to that. I, I, I don't want to assume that because maybe maybe it's the, the verbiage in the game is a little bit different. Um, so maybe that's not what it is. But if this is actually referencing game trials where you can join in and you could play a half hour for free um, and then it pops up saying, hey, do you want to buy this game? It's only $49.99 or, or subscribe to Pro because it's a pro game or whatever the, the wording would be. That is even cooler. And that is what we said early on in Stadia when they started showing off the YouTube links where you see a, you see a link for Doom Eternal or you, you see a, a trailer for Doom Eternal and then a button pops up at the end that says play now on Stadia. You click it and you get a half hour to jump into that game as long as you have a Stadia account and all the ESRB stuff is fine because you're not a you're not a minor and you can get in and play this mature rated game, blah, 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 blah. Once all that stuff is done, 
if I could click a link and I get 30 minutes or an hour to play this video game for free without any money, um, that's that's pretty pretty awesome. But it looks like tre- Treviousness is uh, is confirming the the top trial is a four person survival mode in Dead by Daylight. Oh man, Treviousness, <laughs> you ruined my fun. <laughs> oh, dang it. Okay, well, listen, Google, we just told you how to make a whole bunch of money. All right, <laughs> let people click the button and play the game for a half an hour or even just fi- like one match, especially when it's a game like that where they're playing with a streamer uh, and people are playing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, yep. You know, having somebody try your game on Stadia without having to have Stadia Pro is a big, big deal. By the way, I also wanted to talking. Speaking of uh, click to play, there was a lot of confusion out there with um, click to play, uh, where the way that they phrased it in the Connect was that if you're a Stadia Pro member, you can click the button and start playing immediately. Which which made a lot, of, and that's that, I, I don't want to say that's exactly what they said, but that's the core of what they said about the click to play thing. Is that mm-hmm. they made it seem like you had to be a Stadia Pro member, which, of course, everybody was like, well, that's stupid. Why would you have to be a Stadia Pro member in order to use this feature to click to play? Right. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I have two accounts. One account is a, uh, is a pro account, and the other account is a non-pro account. And so I tested it. And you do not have to be a pro member in order to use click to play. You just have to own the game. Uh, and right. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew about that because there seemed to be a lot of confusion out there. I tested it myself. There is a game that I owned. I clicked I uh, clicked on the click to play link. The game started. I checked it with a game I did not own. It took me to the store and told me to buy it, which I think is perfectly reasonable. But as we said, trial would be even better. All right. Anything else before we move on? Uh, Stadia Gamer two hundred and one in the chat room is saying that cross progression for Dead by Daylight is confirmed between PC, Stadia, and Switch. So if you've played this game on other platforms, uh, you can bring your progression over when the Stadia version ships. Yeah, I've seen. I I, saw, I guess there was a a bunch of people who were uh, really upset that uh, that crossplay is not coming to Xbox and PlayStation for some reason, or not crossplay, but mm. cross progression. And I yep. like I can understand why it wouldn't come to PlayStation because PlayStation is kind of they they don't like cross progression and stuff like that. They're always trying to yep. push that stuff off. But Microsoft has been all about uh, cross progression and cross play and stuff like that. So you would think that they would uh, also be included in that list. Yeah, you would think so. I'm sure it'll come in time. If they cross-progression means that they have some sort of central server that can store progression, once they have that running, it's probably just trivial to get it running on all the other versions, um, provided the platform holder is allowing it. So maybe there's some limits to what it can do. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, All right, let's move on. Uh, I have been playing on my Nintendo Switch a game called CrossCode, which is an old-school action RPG uh, with, like, 16-bit graphics and stuff like that. And there's a very interesting uh, Reddit thread uh, over on the Stadia subreddit where uh, somebody reached out to Radical Fish Games and they said, Hey, could could you please bring CrossCode to Google Stadia? And the reply 
was if Google would be interested, we'd be willing to port CrossCode for Stadia, uh, but no luck so far. Now, a lot of people assumed because there was an article, I don't know, a few months back that was saying that, you know, developers were uninterested in bringing their games to Stadia because Google wouldn't pay them, which I thought that was a ridiculous article anyway. Um, But a lot of people assumed that that meant that this developer said, well, Google won't pay us, so we're not going to do it. But then the developer got into the actual um, the, the, the Reddit thread and they said, no, no, no. We filled out our um, we filled out the, our application multiple times, and Google hasn't responded to us yet. Now, mm. I will say this: Google has said that they they received, and this was back, um, I think at their second, not not the original GDC, but their uh, their first Connect. I think right. that they said we had over four thousand applications already. For yeah. or no, four thousand devs, and I, I bet you some devs did multiple applications. So they already had four thousand devs uh, trying to put their their games on to, to Google Stadia, and I'm sure that CrossCode just kind of got lost in the. Sh- well, I'm not sure, but maybe CrossCode just got lost in the shuffle. It's a really good game, and it's getting really good reviews. Everybody's loving that game. And it's yep. kind of a shame that they that, that they are not hearing from Google. Um, what do you think about that, Lloyd? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, it just shows that um, when you run a publisher, it it sometimes it's hard to it, it's hard to service all of your potential customers, whether it's developers that want to get on and get a dev kit. Maybe you have limited numbers of uh, of dev kits, uh, the physical versions, because there's we know that there's physical Stadia dev kits, and then there's the cloud-based um, dev kits. Um, most people want to test on both. Um, so maybe there's a limit to the number of physicals that they can send out to these smaller um, developers. Um, and maybe they're just overloaded. Um, it, we've we've heard this like on Nintendo for the longest time. It was impossible as a third party sometimes to get your games onto Nintendo. You would you would make a submission. They would take a copy of your game or videos of your game. They would look at it. Six months later, they'd come back and say no. <laughs> Six months. And then you and then you'd have to go forward and say, okay, we've changed this. We've added this. Uh, you'd either hear nothing or get a no. Um, that's changed. Um, getting getting a development license for Switch is super easy now compared to what it used to be for like the Wii or the 3DS or the Some DS. Some might say too easy. Uh, there's a lot of games that are showing just how easy it is, um, which is not a good thing. But um, I, I think Google being in the infancy of their platform, they're still being very protective, which is good. We don't want shovelware on Stadia. Um, but hopefully there um, there's some sort of like Nintendo has their their liaisons, same with Sony, same with Xbox. I can't remember any of these people's names, but there's someone that is in charge of recruitment of new uh, developers. Um, Stadia needs to say, OK, this Bob Jones over here, he's the guy you contact. And mm-hmm. then um, s- someone like Rad- Radical Fish Games could directly message this Bob guy and say, hey, Bob. I want to get my game on Stadia. I submitted an application. Haven't heard anything back. Is there anything else I can do? Is there anything that I can show you, you Bob, uh, about my game so that I can get it on Stadia? Um, but this is just a this is just a platform that is in its very infancy. Um, every other console uh, has been around for 
10 plus years. So they've had 10 years to kind of work out some of these kinks. Google's been out for 10 months. So yeah. they're, they're, they're just a little bit behind. It, exactly. Um, <laughs> but they're, I just wanted to use my same number, yeah. but uh, they, they are, they're, they're, they're a little bit behind eight ball. Um, and they have a little bit of work to do to, to kind of get out there in the community. Um, probably a lot of this stuff would have been solved if there was a GDC, because there would have been people from Stadia mm. at GDC. These indie developers could say, hey, I want to show you something. Look at this game on my laptop. I want to bring it to Stadia. They could have made the connections there. That GDC didn't happen this year. E3 didn't happen this year. All these big events where you have platform holders and developers together, along with gamers, um, but platform holders and developers just didn't happen. So hopefully this will come back and we will get those back at some point because uh, things like this for Radical Fish Games would probably be solved just by a five-minute um, meeting between a developer and the publisher or the platform holder and say, hey, I want to bring this game to your platform. Absolutely. And Google, if you do listen, if you still listen, um, check out CrossCode. It's really good and it would do really well on Stadia. Plus, it's pretty new, too. Uh, and so, it's uh, go ahead. If you have Xbox Game Pass uh, so I can earn my my Xbox title, um, <laughs> you can play it for free on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I have it on Switch because uh, I got a review copy, but I didn't know it was also on uh, Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it is. Nice. Let, me, let me just double double. Double, uh, double check that. I believe it is. Yeah, CrossCode is on Xbox Game Pass right, right. now. Well, it's a really good game. I'm, I really enjoy it, and I hope it does come to Stadia for the people who don't have Xbox Game Pass or a Nintendo Switch, or maybe it's on <laughs> PlayStation. I don't know. Um, Lloyd, make sure that uh, you send me your your cut of the Microsoft money that you're getting. Okay, All got, right. it, got to do it. Yeah. Um, Dirt 5 has an official trailer released for Google Stadia. I... I was very interested. I looked at this. Let me mute the uh, the audio so it doesn't uh, come into the, the show. Um, I was watching this trailer and I was like, okay, well, first off, the thing that occurs to me is I, I remember when I was a kid and I would go to the arcade and I would play that game that had the four, uh, the four steering wheels and oh, yeah. there, um, there was the one screen. Super off-road. Super off-road. And I loved that game. And I was like, this is so cool. It looks fantastic. I've never played a dirt game. Um, I'm hoping it's kind of arcadey, but maybe not. I don't know. But it looks really good. And I I was watching this and I thought to myself, if you had shown me this when I was a kid, it would have blown <laughs> my damn mind how amazing this looks. Um, mm -hmm. The thing about this game that is very interesting to me is it... it it's it has four player uh split screen yeah that was and, about to call that out yeah it's got four player sp split screen which i think is fantastic i wouldn't want to use it because i don't like split screen i don't want to share my screen with anybody i want to <laughs> i want the whole screen to be for me right but i know that there's yeah. a lot of people out there that are asking for these games that have uh split screen local uh multiplayer which i think that there's quite like there's there's kind of a uh, a lack of those kind of games on Google Stadia. I mean, obviously we have things like uh, Spitlings, and yep. I'm sure that there's more, but I just I'm not I'm, thinking of them right now. I'm blanking, blanking on any other ones. I, yeah. I think can, Borderlands. Can't you do co-op on Borderlands? Local co-op on Borderlands? I believe. Really? I want to say you can. I'm, I'll have to double check though. I don't think sure. so. I think that's crazy talk. 
<laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, he's going to look it up. Anyway, uh, Dirt 5 is coming to Google Stadia 2021, which I think we already knew that. That is coming after... Uh, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One first, which is disappointing. People like that day and date stuff. Um, However, Dirt 5 is coming 2021, and it's also coming to Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 in 2021. So maybe it's being, maybe this version of the game is the next gen version that comes along with the other next-gen consoles. Now, Lloyd just made a, 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 a an exclamation sound, so I want to hear what that was all about. Uh, there is split-screen co-op on Xbox and PlayStation, uh, not on Stadia, sadly. Hmm. So I knew it was a feature. I just didn't realize that it wasn't on Stadia, which is unfortunate. Um, anyway, back to Dirt. Uh, having four-player four uh, split-screen co-op on one TV is... If you have a big enough 4K TV, that is awesome because 4K is essentially four 1080p screens um, arranged side by side and up and down yeah. uh, from from a pixel resolution. So you could have essentially four 1080p screens on your TV. So the the resolution is gonna isn't gonna take a hit for each of these co-op people. Um, that said, uh, I I don't like having squares on my TV when I'm playing multiplayer. I like to have like one screen or some, some smart way for the screen to break apart when you need it. Um, obviously, that doesn't work in racing games. So uh, we'll have to see how that how that works in uh, reality. But uh, it's pretty cool that they're doing it. And the trailer just looks it looks ridiculous. Like the I know it's called dirt. I've played some of the other dirts, but this one is very dirty. Like they're tr- <laughs> racing through mud tracks and they're spraying mud on cars behind them, which get like mud all over the the roof and and the front of the car and the sides of the car. It looks it looks pretty damn awesome. I I had no interest in this game when I first heard it was coming, uh, and then I watched this trailer and I'm like, okay, this would be really cool, especially if it is going to be the next gen version that has better physics, better graphics um, and, and a lot more environmental effects because having racing games that are are realistic uh, in my books, I don't prefer the realistic racing ones. Uh, But if they have like crazy graphical effects, I always want to see what it looks like in, in person, like in, in real time um, in front of me. Um, So seeing some of this running on like just crazy hardware with all these visuals turn up to 11 i'm i'm all about that i want to check that out all right let's uh take a quick break when we come back uh we've got more news to talk about and uh, your thoughts about the stadia connect stick around everybody all right everybody we are back and uh let's let's talk about uh ghost recon uh, recently had an update i'm not going to read through the patch notes for you they also are having a free weekend right now but they're not having the free weekend on Stadia, and that is incredibly disappointing. Uh, both, yeah. for, I, I mean, I don't know who to blame here. Maybe Stadia is to blame. Maybe Ubisoft is to blame. Whoever's to blame, that is a huge, huge disappointment because I know that a lot of people just won't bother with a free weekend because of all of the downloading. Like they spend half the weekend downloading the game. Mm-hmm just to try it out and a lot of people can't be bothered like i've been a subscriber to playstation whatever the playstation i'm actually canceled it this year because i i or i didn't renew it this year because i hadn't been playing very much uh but i i've subscribed to what what is it playstation um, plus plus yeah ps plus uh since i've had a place since i bought my ps4 
Uh, I've been mm-hmm. a subscriber to PS Plus, and most of those games, I claim them each month, and then I just never, ever play them because I can't be bothered to download them. Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint had this free weekend, and they didn't let Stadia people do the thing. Why do you think <laughs> that is, Lloyd? Well, especially since the the initial uh, announcement of this free weekend had Stadia as part of it, and I'm like, oh my god, we're getting free, we're getting a free weekend on Stadia. This is amazing. And then they updated it like uh, the next day, and they took Stadia right away from it. And I'm like, ah, that was just a bug. Damn it. Um, I I wish I wish it was here. Uh, the fact that they added in the AI um, teammates. Uh, the reason why I didn't really like this game. Uh, I bought it just to show off um, the Stream Connect, uh, and then I haven't touched it since. So I feel really bad about that sixty dollars purchase, uh, just to make content for you for you folks. Um, not that I feel bad that I bought it to make content, but I spent sixty dollars on a game that I haven't touched again. Um, it would be really awesome for a lot of people to jump in on Stadia. No downloads. It's the best place to play because there's no downloads, and you jump right in play it for a weekend, and then go about your business. It totally makes sense. But I'm assuming whatever components of Stadia that need to be there for free play just aren't there. We know it's coming with demos and stuff that have been talked about forever. It just must not be there. And it makes me wonder if maybe this was the initial plan, but then COVID got into the way, which uh, changed development plans for pretty much everybody in the industry. I guess it's just really irritating that the best place to do a free weekend is the only mm-hmm. place you can't do a free weekend because you don't yep. have to plan ahead. Uh, so Ubisoft, Google, figure it out, guys. Really, I mean that's it's it's such a great way to sell the platform and sell your game. All right, yep. uh, I know that you are excited about this game. I am. I, I just don't really care. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be awesome. Uh, but we now have the release date for Rock of Ages. Uh, you want to talk about this real quick? Yeah, so Rock of Ages has been around for a while. This is Rock of Ages 3, uh, Make and Break. It's coming to Stadia on August 14th, and it's going to be free with Pro. So it's going to be one of our August Pro games uh, that is going to be dropped in the middle of the month. Um, this is really cool. I, I've I've played, I think I played the first Rock of Ages on like, Wii or something like it was some older console it's been it's been a a franchise for a while Um, but then I haven't really touched it and then they showed off Rock of Ages 3 and it's like okay this looks pretty cool Um, it looks way better Uh, the graphics look fantastic Uh, I want to see how it plays I don't know if this is necessarily a game that I would have dropped like 40 bucks on or whatever the the retail price is going to be until I saw more and then Google made my decision for me. It's going to be a free, free with Pro Game. I don't even have to 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 think about it now. I'll just be able to play it um, middle August, so about a month from now, uh, to get in and play this one. So if you're not familiar with Rock of Ages, you're essentially uh, throwing a rock or some other mobile round-ish item at a bunch of different things. Uh, so it's kind of like tower defense uh, mixed with strategy and like real time strategy sort of, uh, aspects to it. Really cool. Um, the, the physics in it are great. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy that it's coming to pro, uh, and I'm happy that it's coming to Stadia. It's just going to give us more varied content to access with our, uh, Stadia pro subscription. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely try it out. It just, nothing from the trailer got me excited about the game. Um, I will say this: it is uh, it, it is a game that's coming out on other platforms. I believe July 29th. So uh, Stadia has to wait an extra two weeks, roughly, uh, before we can play it. 
on our platform of choice. But uh, two weeks isn't all that long, uh, and it's as a game that's coming as a as a pro game uh, yet again. We are finding that we're getting uh, a really, really good value for our Stadia yep. Pro subscription. I think that the Stadia Pro subscription is one of the best deals in gaming, and not a lot of people are taking advantage of it, which is too bad because I've had I've been having a blast, and a lot of these games I never would have tried if they weren't part of uh, Stadia Pro. Exactly. Uh, I just double checked, and it looks like I played it on the PlayStation Three, not the Wii. So. Same same era, just a different platform that I played it on. Uh, but yeah, no, just just to agree with what you're saying, we're getting so many varied um, game experiences, and the fact that you side up for Pro right now and you get like 20 games is just it's just kind of ridiculous. Um, so I'm I'm super happy with the program right now. All right, let's move on. Um, Avengers, uh, Marvel's Avengers War Table. They already had one of those. Now they're about to have another one. The tune in July 29th, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, in order to see the next War Table. And they've talked about um, the beta testing, so you'll you'll be able to beta test the game. Now, um, if you play on Stadia, open beta doesn't start until August 21st. It comes to PlayStation. Excuse me, August 7th. It comes to Xbox and PC on August 14th. That's um, if you pre ordered the game, you can start then. PlayStation Open Beta starts on August uh, 14th. And then August 21st is when Open Beta starts across all platforms. So we'll have to wait a little extra time. uh, One week, it looks like. uh, No, I'm sorry, two weeks uh, from when the PlayStation Beta starts. But I think that that's okay. Are are you more interested in this game than you were? Are you going to beta test it? Like I assume you have to buy it in order to beta yeah. test. Yeah. Yeah, if I if I can, like we don't know how pre-orders and pre-purchasing and all that stuff is going to happen on Stadia. So, um I'm I'm excited for this game. I've been excited since I first heard it was coming. Uh, when I saw the um, uh, off-brand action figure versions of the uh, MCU characters, uh, that didn't turn me off, even though a lot of people were were freaking out over how the characters look. Uh, I just think this is going to be cool. Like, uh, who doesn't want to play um, Destiny with a Marvel skin? And, and essentially, that's <laughs> what this is. It's going to be Destiny-like, where there's challenges and open open areas to to run around and cause mayhem. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan, and and the fact that uh, Crystal Dynamics has come out and said that they're going to be adding characters to the game as things go on um, gets me really excited for this one. So uh, if I can get into the beta, uh, damn right, so I'm going to be jumping right into the beta. I know I pre-ordered this game uh, two years ago on I think PlayStation. I want to say so I have a pre-order for like a forty dollar version of this game, which is half price up here in Canada. So I'll probably, I, I think it's on PlayStation. So if that's the case, I might actually get it in the PlayStation beta uh, and then I can pick it up on Stadia when it finally uh, launches. Uh, Gem in chat says, do we even know Stadia is part of the August 21st open beta? We don't know that for sure, but they they specifically say all other platforms. So, yeah. I mean, they already mentioned PlayStation and Xbox and PC. What other platforms is... Um, is the game coming to other than Stadia? Like, that's it, right? It's not coming yeah, to Switch. Uh, no, it's uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC, and Stadia. Right, so when they say all all, all other platforms, then it's got to be Stadia. So I would assume, yes. 
All right. Um, one last thing before we move on to your thoughts on the Stadia Connect, and that would be that Destiny 2 Beyond Light has been delayed to November 10th. I don't have anything to say about this. I just wanted to let everybody know. Uh, do you have any, any thoughts, Lloyd? No, um, they, they need more time uh, to uh, bake it in the oven. And I, I like seeing developers push out delays instead of buggy software that needs a bunch of patches to get it to where it should have been on day one. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Stadia Connect, the big news of the week. Of course, we already talked about it uh, on our like as part of the live stream, uh, which actually, now that I think about it, Lloyd, we should have posted that on the mm. podcast, and we didn't. And uh, for for our podcast listeners, I apologize. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, if you didn't know, this can also be listened to as a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash StadiaCast. Anchor as in like, you know, you throw a thing in the water to stop a boat. That that anchor. <laughs> so anchor.fm slash StadiaCast if you want to subscribe to that in your uh, podcatcher of choice. And then you can listen to us talk about stuff while you do the dishes. Okay. So the Stadia Connect, uh, we had our initial reactions. Uh, we've now had since Tuesday to really think about it. Lloyd, what was your what? What do you think overall? I I thought it was a good event. Uh, people were looking for groundbreaking announcements, and um, I I was hoping for that as well. I hope I hope that we would have gotten some announcements about like future um, features of Stadia. Uh, we didn't get that. We got a bunch of game announcements, um, but what we got um was a bunch of great game announcements uh, but even better than that uh we we got the announcement that stadia games and entertainment has partnered with harmonics uppercut games and super massive games so uh, instead of going out and buying studios it looks like google is partnering uh directly with um with third-party developers to make games for their system uh i'm i'm mostly super hyped about the harmonics one i love harmonics i loved all their games from back in the PlayStation uh, 2, <laughs> all the way up to uh, stuff that they've come up with, even their board game drop mix. I bought that and bought all the cards and play it uh, often. Um, Fuser, <clears throat> excuse me, Fuser is their new game that is coming out, which is like a video game version of drop mix, kind of. Um, if that comes to Stadia, I am all behind that um, because then that means I can get in and play with people online all the time. Uh, I can stream it. I can play it on all my screens. Um, that has me very excited. We haven't gotten an announcement that Fuser was coming to Stadia, but that is my hope with that announcement. Uh, but more so just the fact that the announcement came out, um, Google's partnering with other developers. Uh, that is another publishers. That is fantastic. Google is becoming a publisher for third-party games like Orcs Must Die. This just shows that they're um, that the platform is starting to mature a little bit and them as a platform holder, they're maturing in how they're handling things. Um, all great things on top of all the other amazing games that were announced as well. So I, I'm just going to make a quick comparison between the Stadia Connect that we had and the Nintendo Direct that recently happened, where Nintendo announced that they had 16 new games coming, including five exclusives, and they also partnered with three new publishers. And like, if Stadia had done, oh wait, that was the Stadia Connect. I think that that was pretty <laughs> damn good. You know, it was pretty damn good. I think like sixteen. If if Nintendo had had a Nintendo Direct and they said we announced sixteen new games, five exclusives, 
and we're partnering with three publishers, people would have been like, that's pretty good. That's awesome. pretty good. But for some reason, everybody's hating on Stadia for that exact thing. Uh, so yeah. I think that I think that people have unrealistic expectations for Google at this point. I think that they always have. And I think that for some for some reason, they all think that that Stadia has got to I, I don't even know where to go with that. I just think it's ridiculous this this uh, double standard that yeah. everybody who like everybody looks at a Stadia Connect and says they expect the world and then stadia completely delivers on a really good connect and then everybody's like well that was garbage 16 games five exclusives that's pretty good that's pretty good i i think it's fantastic i i just think that there's a large segment of the population that is using stadia as the butt of all their jokes like there's um, there'll be a post about uh, play Orcs Must Die 3 or play, uh, I can't remember, there was a game that had like, I think 12 player multiplayer, 16 player multiplayer. And um, and, and the, the, the snark comments are like, oh, how are you going to get every single Stadia player to play at the same time? That doesn't seem realistic. Like there's, there's that that is happening out there. Um, Stadia is also new. So maybe a lot of the people that are super hyped for it are, um, are, are not familiar with how things go. So you have content creators like us, uh, different websites that are saying, uh, these are our predictions. Uh, predictions don't equal fact. And they're <laughs> yeah. they're just throwing it out there into the ether uh, with saying, I want this, or I think this is what's going to happen. Um, we've I've done this for years with Nintendo and other consoles, Sony, um, PlayStation VR, on all my other podcasts. Um, and I've never been called out for for drumming up hype when I shouldn't have. But Sadia is new, and there's a bunch of people that maybe aren't familiar with kind of the way that that the the industry kind of moves, which is slow and lumbering and not doing a lot of fancy things uh, very often. Um, so uh, I, I guess there's there's maybe a little of that. The fact that it's an, a newer platform, there was a lot of hype that wasn't um, that wasn't held at arm's length, saying don't get disappointed if this doesn't happen. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, that I, I've seen a lot of people say, okay, this should have just been a blog post instead of a connect? Do yeah, you think I don't think so? You don't think so? Okay, so no. do you think that Google would do better with the Stadia Connect if they continue to do the Stadia Connect the way that they do, but they just do it every month? If they have them more often, then people would be like, they would put less expectation on them. You know, I've made this yeah. this comparison many times. Where because, you know, Microsoft and Sony, they kind of save all of their, or they used to, they used to, they used to save all of their information for E3 and it felt like an overwhelming blitz of gaming goodness, right? And then Nintendo yeah. started the Nintendo Direct and they did like five or six of them a year, and or at least it seemed like that. And they would be like, okay, well, okay, it's not at the level of what Microsoft and Sony are doing, but they're doing them all the time, so the expectations are less. If if uh, Google did these more often, and let's be honest, the production quality wasn't so insane that um, that it would that they couldn't do one a month. Um, do you mm-hmm. think that people would be okay? This is just the monthly thing. They're just telling us what what's happening. What do you think? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, anytime a company um, sets up a schedule for for their PR and then they miss it, uh, that becomes a bigger story than mm -hmm. any of the stories mm -hmm. of them actually doing something. Um, they were doing that with like weekly updates. Um, and then they said, you know what, we're not doing weekly updates anymore. We're going to do updates whenever we have a chance. Turns out most weeks we are getting a weekly update from from Google PR, but coming right out and saying we're not doing this every week um, got got rid of a lot of the angst in the community when they haven't seen an email at 10 a.m. Central on on a Friday. It's like, oh, my God, what's happening with Google? Are they is people working there? Are they shutting down? What's happening? <laughs> like immediately people go to like the worst case scenario. Um, what I'd love to see is regular, maybe every quarter, make sure that you have a Stadia Connect and then do a lot of blog posts and, and smaller videos. Um, you could really tell that this was not what they wanted to do. They didn't have a live stream. They posted a video and just let it go live for everybody out there. It wasn't an event. It wasn't a premiere. It wasn't a live stream. Um, you know that COVID is really throwing a wrench into things. Um, and and this is not how Google wanted to announce all these things. Um, but but they did. And we, we got, like, people are saying, we want features. Well, we did get features. We saw that uh, you, you can do crowd choice and crowd play. Boom, those are coming. And we even saw what the UI looks like on YouTube and also in-game for mm -hmm. that one particular game. So I think we had little bits of what everybody wanted. Um, people are just saying, I want every next-gen Xbox and PlayStation game to come to Stadia for free. And it's like, I'm not going to be happy unless that happens. It seems like that was what the expectation was, which obviously is just never going to happen. Yeah. I, I think that uh, the Stadia Connect, as when I first watched it, I was like, okay, it was it was all right. Um, then the, the as more time went on, the the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, it was pretty good. It was pretty mm -hmm. good. So I posted a tweet um, on the 18th. So yeah, yesterday I posted a tweet on the 18th. I said, um, wh uh, what did you think of the Connect?" And I had four choices. I had great, good, okay, bad. Uh, if you look at that tweet, 3.4% uh, of the people who responded said great. 35% said good. 47 uh, per, uh, 48% said okay, and 14% uh, said it was bad. Uh, so it's definitely skewing lower, but the mm -hmm. vast majority of people were kind of like, it was all right. You know, it's right yeah. in the middle. Uh, and I think that that's, 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 that's all right. I think that, that we have to be okay with that. Um, I will yeah. say that I went back, you know, one of the things from the Stadia Connect that I feel like I glossed over was that game... Um, uh, published by SG&E, it's by oh my god, what's what's the what's the the game that I made the joke with the thumbnail today? Oh, uh, Outcasters. Outcasters. So for yeah. those of you who haven't looked at the thumbnail for this video, it's Stadia Casters with a with a picture from Outcasters, and uh, yeah. so there's the joke. I've explained it to you, making <laughs> the joke not fun anymore. Um, but I went back yeah. and I watched Outcasters. I watched it in slow motion. And I want to talk about that. And I'm going to go as fast as I can. Um, sure. It seems like as you're moving around, uh, so if you look at the bottom left corner of the video, not of this video, but of the, of the Outcasters video, you can see some UI stuff. There's a jump button, which you can hit, and it will, like a spring comes out of the ground and shoots you way up into the air. Probably as an oh no button, I need to get out of the way. Uh, and then there's your trigger button, which allows you, you hit the trigger, and there's three like ammo slots on there. 
And it, what it looks like is that you pick up items that go into those and then you use them. So you pick up a bouncing uh, attack. You then use that bouncing attack to shoot it off. And then you have to go pick up another one. And as I was looking through, scrubbing through the video, uh, I noticed sometimes they had multiples of the same thing in there. And then sometimes they had three different ones. Sometimes they only had one thing. So it seems like the kind of game where uh, you pick up a weapon, you use it, and it's gone. Uh, and I yep. think that that's very interesting. I'm, I'm more hyped on Outcast, Outcasters? Outcasters. Terrible yeah. name. I'm more hyped on <laughs> Outcasters. Uh, than I was before. I think that, that that game looks really, really fun. And the more that I look at it, the more I'm excited about it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. a couple things on Outcasters. Number one, it reminds me a little bit of like a Splatoon kind of thing where you have an arena and you have two teams um, that are vying for specific parts of the map. Um, it, it looks it looks fun. Um, but then you, you also get a lot of people that are like, I can't believe that's the trash that Splash Damage is working on, blah, 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 blah. People haven't played it, so you don't you can't call it trash. Right. You haven't played yeah, the game. Uh, it's just not AAA. It, well, yeah, I mean, just because it looks family friendly, even though it, it kind of isn't, uh, but I guess it is um, because there's no no violence and no real guns. It's just like magic and other things. Uh, people are disappointed when you look at the fact that Splash Damage they've done Gears Tactics, they've worked on um, the Ma Master Chief Collection, they did Gears Five, they did Gears. Uh, four. They did Gears Ultimate Edition. They did Brink. They did Batman: Arkham Origins. They did uh, Quake Wars, Enemy Territory, Wolfenstein: er, er, Enemy Territory. They have a long, um, a, a long history of doing AAA game development for other studios and putting out amazing games. This is not that. This is completely something on their own. Um, and I'm I'm okay with that. I, I really am okay with them doing something that isn't, okay, Gears, give us all your assets, we'll come up with the next Gears of War game, or I'm going to work on porting Master Chief Collection over to PC. Um, it, it's okay for a developer and a, a, to work on their own stuff and take all that they learned doing Halo and Gears and Brink and bring it to bear in this fun uh more frenetic uh arena based um multiplayer shooter um i'm i'm excited about this one i i'm not as down on it as it seems like the rest of the internet is that oh my god splash damage is wasting their talent no they're working on something their own uh it the, the reason why it looks like it does is because they don't have to go pay money to marvel to say hey can we make this in the uh <laughs> i don't know fantastic four universe and they're like sure here you go give us five billion dollars to do it they don't have to do any of that they can make the game look however they want um i'm sure there's going to be uh, just an endless number of skins and different things that that you'll build to make your little your little blobby guy uh your own um and that's cool um i i just don't I, I don't see this as a problem but it seems like a lot of people are disappointed that oh my god that's the game that splash damage is bringing to stadia i just personally don't see that it's not triple a lloyd i don't want it i only <laughs> exactly, want triple a right. i don't want single a triple a yeah. all i want all right, yeah. so moving on, uh, we've got a bunch of people who sent in Super Chats and stuff during the show, and then we'll get to the, the replies in that tweet if we have time. Uh, so real quick, uh, let's say thank you to Miguel Castellanos for becoming a member. I really appreciate it. I'm sure Lloyd does too, and I talked mm -hmm. for him because uh, he was taking a drink out of his coffee cup. Alex sent in a Super Chat. They said, do you think Google 
would or should make a big E3-style press conference with big AAA. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to make fun of you, Alex. I was just making fun of everybody else for saying AAA. Anyway, uh, <laughs> with big AAA announcements this year. Um, so yep. I'm going to answer first, and I'm going to say only if they have these big AAA announcements to make. I don't... I don't... I, I don't know, Lloyd. I think that that Google needs to do less of what everybody else does and more of do their own thing. What do you think about this, Lloyd? Um, I, I mean, there's no issue wanting AAA games. If you're the type of gamer that only plays these huge $300 million budgeted AAA games and you buy two a year and that's what you, that's what you consume in a, in a years of game gaming, that's fine. I I'm, I'm okay. You, you are a consumer and that's your choice. Um, Stadia isn't bad because it doesn't have a lot of AAA games. I mean, it has uh, NBA 2K, it has Borderlands, it has uh, it has uh, uh, the Division. It, like there's there's a number half of what is there on the store right now are AAA games. So saying that Google is going to fail if it doesn't have AAA games, it's just like, well, it does have AAA games. Um, what people are wanting is new AAA games, and we don't even know when a lot of those games are shipping because they're coming out for the next gen consoles. Um, the one of the last big AAA games of this console generation is going to be Marvel. Well, that's on Stadia. Um, so just because this this uh, event didn't have AAA games in it, other than Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, that is as big AAA as as you get. Um, because that game was Game of the Year on PlayStation. It's huge. Um, I, I don't see that as a problem, but uh, I guess a lot of the uh, the fan base does. Um, once Google starts getting more and more and more. Uh, games announced uh, by other people saying, yeah, uh, this new game is coming out. It's coming to Xbox uh, Series X. It's coming to PlayStation 5, and it's coming to Google Stadia on 2021, November 2021, or whatever. Um, that I think the, that criticism is going to go away, um, but it's just going to take time, just like everything else. This is a new company. This is a new platform. This is a whole new thing. It's going to take time for all of those things to start shaking out. And I don't know if you guys are aware, and I'm not trying to make fun of Alex. I'm talking about the AAA people, okay? Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but games take a really long time to make. A yeah. really long time to make. And AAA games, they take a lot more time. The reason that a AAA game is called a... Tri I tried to do a air quotes with three fingers. Uh, <laughs> the reason a AAA game is called a AAA game is because of the amount of money that they spent making the game. So that means that they've spent a lot of money and a lot of time in order to make that game. And porting these AAA games to a new platform is a lot of work. So it takes time. And I think next year, the year after, all of this um, consternation and uh, worry about AAA games on Google Stadia is going to go away as the developers have time to actually do what they need to do. Uh, I think right. that people have unrealistic expectations, and Alex, I am not referring to you. Uh, but yeah, exactly. you, you said AAA, so it kind of got me <laughs> uh, talking about, about it. it. And somebody in chat said the, the best thing ever, <laughs> A, as in like a Canadian A. Like, well, man, it's really AAA, eh? You know, that kind of <laughs> AAA. I love it. Uh, anyway... Yeah. Go you ahead, just have Lloyd. to have maple maple syrup, uh, poutine, <laughs> and hockey, and that's that's the the triple A in Canadian gaming. 
Yes. Get rid of the hockey because I don't care about hockey. But uh, <laughs> maple syrup and poutine, yes, please. And if you've never had yeah. poutine, it's French fries, cheese curd, and gravy. It is delicious. And you it's only wonderful. get to have it if you live close to uh, Canada, I think. All right. That's right. Uh, Patrice Derry sent in a super chat. They said, am I the only one who finds it weird that crowd choice was confirmed, but they still haven't shared anything on YouTube live stream directly from state from the stadia? All right, Lloyd, I'm going to let you attack this one first because I'm a little confused. What, what are they? What do you think they mean? Um, so they, they showed off crowd choice, yeah. which is, uh, something that we knew was coming, but it's a new feature. Um, but they haven't shown off the, uh, live streaming directly from Stadia, uh, which you oh, think that, that thing, okay. That would, be, I understand. that would be part of it, but you can, you, you don't need to be streaming directly from Stadia. You can be streaming from OBS like we do and mm -hmm. still have crowd choice, um, take a part in it. Uh, I don't think they're exclusive. I, I think they could be, um, they could be, they could complement each other, uh, but they don't, Stadia doesn't have to wait for YouTube streaming directly from Stadia to un unveil uh, crowd choice or crowd play or all the other things that are coming out. Um, I, I think it's good that they roll it out. Uh, and I love the fact that they're putting a UI directly into YouTube. That's going to make this a, more apparent on how you choose and also how you get into the queue to play with the streamer. And now you just mentioned the YouTube UI, so I have to complain very quickly. YouTube fixed the live streaming theater mode so that when I watch somebody stream on YouTube, I can go into theater mode, make the, make the, the stream really big with chat on the side instead of taking chat and putting it down below. going to complain about right. it all the time. All the time. <laughs> Fix it. All right. Uh, uh, M Mikael uh, said... They sent a super chat. They said Stadia should come up with a feature to archive games you finished play playing or don't want to play anymore. Um, yeah. With the UI that we have right now. Yeah, I'm going to complain about UI some more. With the UI that we have right now on Stadia where it's just a row of games along the bottom. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. That needs to like we need to have a row of games. And then a little folder that has all of the other games in it so that I can hit that folder and sh and give me a grid so that I can get to them easier. Because I have a lot of games on Stadia, as does everybody who is a uh, pro member. Uh, we've got a lot of games on Stadia with our pro subscription. And going across that, that row of games on the bottom is ridiculous. What do you think would be the best solution, Lloyd? Um, similar to how PlayStation and and um, uh, the Switch does it, where you have it shows like the the most recent ten games, and then there's uh, all games, a little icon at the end, and you hit it, then it takes you to another web page that shows all your titles. Uh, I think that would probably be the best way to do it. Uh, although the ability to hide things would be really great mm -hmm. if you use the Stadia Plus extension, you can actually hover over one of the games that is in your library, and you could you could click the little eyeball, which then um, makes it hidden so it doesn't show up in your inventory so if there's pro games you don't ever want to play say you 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 got pro right at the start and you've never booted into uh i don't know samurai showdown or um farming simulator and you just want it gone from your listing uh using stadia plus right now you can make that happen but it would be nice if that was something you could do right from the game page say don't show in library uh and then have another link that says uh, show my whole library including hidden um and then you could pop in and do that that would be a great way to do it yeah, uh, Sarah White said something in chat that I think is very good. Uh, make the UI for Stadia be on the server instead of on the Chromecast or in Chrome. Th like, because mm. I, when I'm playing on my Chromecast, 
everything feels super, super responsive, right? And then I yep. bring up the Stadia UI and it's so slow. <laughs> and it's because the Chromecast isn't designed to do that kind of thing. Like the Chromecast yep. came out a long time ago and they kind of, look, I'm not an engineer. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about probably, but it feels like they shoehorned the UI into the Chromecast and it's just not very responsive. Um, the worst experience is trying to type using the controller. Uh, when I am on my PlayStation and I'm typing using the controller or on my Switch and I'm typing using the controller, which I don't have to do very often, but sometimes I do, I you know, it's much more responsive getting to those letters to, to hit them. On Stadia, it's very, very slow. And I think it's because that part of the UI is on the Chromecast instead of on the server. So I wish that they would have all of that on the server because then it would be more responsive. And I just talked about typing on Stadia. So I'm going to bring up my weekly complaint that we still can't type with our voice <laughs> on Stadia. Moving on. Uh, go ahead, Lloyd. No, I was just going to say, I was like, oh, having the having the UI server side would be so laggy. And then I was like, wait a second, it's almost unusable on Chromecast right now. So yeah, having it server side would be way better than how it is done now. So yeah, I, I, I like that idea all of a sudden thinking about how it's really slow to load and to scroll through. Yeah, but the games, like they're not laggy. It's just the, no. the UI for some reason. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe Google did it for a reason, and it's a reason that I just don't understand because I'm some dummy in his attic. Uh, moving on, Anthony Talcott <laughs> sent in his super chat. They said, what I really want is to not have to pay to redo my specialization in Elder Scrolls Online and have to uh, have spell-slash-gear loadouts saved based on what weapon I'm using and for Bill and Lloyd to make an Orcs Must Die 3 tutorial because I'm bad at it. Well, Anthony Talcott, <laughs> I have got really good news for you. It has nothing to do with Elder Scrolls Online. I think that you want to complain to Zenimax about that. Uh, but I did an Orcs Must Die 3 tutorial to help people get better at it. So make sure that you uh, check that out if you haven't already. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for the support to everybody who sent in Super Chats, including Ted A. and Anthony Talcott. Uh, we appreciate those. But um, do you have any solutions for Anthony for what he should do to get better at uh, Orcs Must Die 3? Um, watch, watch our stream, uh, that we did, uh, that was posted just after the game came out and learn what we did wrong yeah. <laughs> and don't do that because we, we made a lot of mistakes early on. Um, yeah, I, I, for Orcs Must Die 3, play on the easiest setting and just go slow, go really, really slow and learn all the different, uh, the different abilities, the different traps, upgrade your traps, and you should have no problems getting through at least half of the um, story levels before you really have to start thinking about trap placement. The the first, um, we'll say, eight levels are pretty uh, pretty forgiving. Doesn't matter how you play. Um, I beat the first level without putting a trap down just to see if you could do it. Um, but then as you get further in the game, uh, th things just come fast and furious, and you need to think more about your trap placement a little bit. Uh, by the way, uh, what I will say this is, is if you want to get better or if you want to do better instead of, I, I don't know, get, I, I don't know that you're necessarily bad at the game, Anthony Talcott. What I would say is probably the, the idea is that you probably haven't gone back and play, replayed the first set of levels to get extra skulls. So as you start to get um, some skulls and you invest points into uh, certain traps or certain weapons, those things become more powerful. 
go back to that first level, play it again, and this time you've got more powerful traps. So that means you're going to have better scores. And if you get better scores, you're going to get more skulls. And if you get more skulls, then you can upgrade your stuff. And you just keep going back to those older levels and replaying them with more powerful stuff to get higher scores, to get more skulls. It's a, uh, a never-ending loop of orc death, and it's incredibly <laughs> fun. Uh, yeah, Ted I, A sent in a super 100%. chat. Oops, sorry, Lloyd. You're no, just agreeing. I was, yeah, I was just agreeing. <laughs> uh, Ted A sent in a super chat uh, with no comment. Thank you very much for that, Ted A. And then Dave uh, Widnall uh, sent in a super chat. They said, I think Outcasters is going to be a great streamer game. I I 100% agree with that. Um, I believe... Yeah. So here's what, the, what uh, SG&E says about Outcasters. They said... From famed developers, Splash Damage comes Outcasters, a vibrant and accessible competitive online multiplayer game set in a distinctly stylized vinyl, vinyl world. Built off the incredible multiplayer experiences of Splash Damage is known for, players battle each other for glory, rewards, and millions of customizations to make their caster as unique as you are. Face off in matches of up to eight players as you sharpshoot, bounce, and spring your way to success across colorful combat arenas. So the thing about this, other than I just <laughs> wanted to do a goofy voice, was that um, it's eight players. And so if I'm streaming and they have that crowd play built in, I can I can just hit a button and like eight people can instantaneously join my game. Uh, that's going to be fantastic for streamers. So I think Dave is 100% right. And that's a really good thing because then streamers will be playing it. And as the streamers are playing it, that means people are going to be interested in it. And that means people are going to want to play it. And the only place to play it is on Stadia. So then they're going to try out Stadia. And that's really good. Yep. yep. No, I agree 100%. I think uh, I think Stadia is going to be a great place for it. And the ability just to, to refill your queue um, just by having uh, people from your stream go into it is uh, is fantastic. And that's going to be huge once it, uh, once it comes out. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about all of the comments that people made on the tweet that I sent out earlier this or yesterday. And we just don't have time. The, the show went long. So uh, I apologize to everybody who put thoughts in, into it. Maybe Lloyd and I will do a bonus episode that can come out later on this week. Uh, that's just all of your replies uh, to what you guys thought of the Stadia Connect. But thank you to everybody for the support and hanging out here and uh, making, making doing uh, Stadia content really, really fun. We, we really appreciate it. Um, Lloyd, it's hmm. that time where I wrap up the show and I accidentally closed the show notes. Do you have them open? <laughs> I do have them open. Go I ahead. do have them open. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody. You can follow the show on Twitter at StadiaCast. Follow me at DazMe and follow Bill at RunJumpStomp. I had to like do that in my brain because it's <laughs> written down the, the opposite way. Be, be impressed, everybody. Be sure to use the hashtag StadiaCast so we can find your tweets. Join the StadiaCast Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And while you're already joining Discords, I have a community Discord at res.tv slash Discord. The music you're about to hear is Subterranean Kamikaze by Zircon. Check out their stuff at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. Bill, it's been a blast. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> this is so weird. Bizarro Lance. <laughs> See you later, Lloyd. Later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>